Country Mornings with Kyle and Leanne on Country 104. Trying to figure out how to keep busy and, you know, with our friends at Budweiser Gardens, they helped out and, and chimed in a little bit by putting together a little bit of a list. And basically, the gist of it is if you had $100 to book a concert and you could attend after quarantine ends, who are you booking? And from that list are $50, $40, $30, $20 and $10 ranges with a plethora of artists on it that go from Beyonce to Elton John, Taylor Swift. Uh, you've got Old Dominion tossed in there, Tim Hicks too. And if you don't blow that $100 budget, you're good. So, Leanne, of all of those artists, who would you have to de- decide between? Okay, well, you know, I did see a couple of people saying that they would love to see Taylor Swift if she only played her 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 country tunes from back in the day. Yep. Um, personally, I, 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 Elton John would be at the top of my list, but I thankfully got to see him oh, two lucky. years ago. It was the coolest show. He's, you know, how old is he? And he played a three hour show without stopping. There was outfit changes. He had his sequins and his glass. It was fantastic. Um, so anyways, I would have to go Lady Gaga okay. for $50. I would think, I think, you know, Tim Hicks just puts on a killer show. It's always so fun. The drinks are always pouring. So I'd have to say Tim Hicks for 20. And then they have the Spice Girls under a $30. And I'm thinking, that is a steal of a, the Spice Girls, all of them, Posh Spice, Baby Spice, Sporty Spice. I mean, come on. If if you can get me all of the Spice Girls on stage at once, take, like just, just take my money right now. Game over at that point. Well, for me, the benefit for me is I've seen a lot of the country artists, and I probably will be seeing them again at some point. So, I, like you said, you had a chance to go see Elton John. I've never seen him. I don't know how much longer the guy's got. So Elton John would be the top on my list. An yeah. artist that I've been wanting to see for as long as I could remember. A uh, good Canadian boy, Michael Bublé. I think those two together is like would be an unbelievable show. And then to, to cap it all off, just a little bit of a nostalgic band for me under the $10 range would be Jimmy Eat World. So Jimmy Eat World would be 10 Bublé's 40 and then Elton John would be 50 bucks. So there's my $100 budget, and I'll have some extra money to spend on drinks afterwards. So we want to know. <laughs> we want to know. We have, the, we have the, the posts posted on our Facebook, Instagram pages. If you had $100 to book a concert after quarantine from a list of artists under different uh, cash um, prices, who would you be picking country 104 you know kyle with the salons closed with non-essential businesses closed certain things are starting to get a little bit out of hand including our haircuts our hairdos things are starting to get a little a little wild here in the country 104 studio you say haircuts i say lack of to be de- <laughs> yeah. just to put it in a better perspective right there and you know with all the barbers everything closed some people are taken to doing it on their own including Blake Shelton with the help of his girlfriend not fiance uh, Gwen Stefani who actually participated and shaved his head to start him sporting a mullet that he used to rock way back in the day Oh yeah, it I mean, you know what? It actually looks it is it is so bad. It's good if that makes sense. It is so outrageous, it is so ridiculous that he can kind of pull it off. So I thought, Kyle, you know, why why not see how we would look with our own 
mullet. Oh, of course you did. Of course you went on and you found an app <laughs> and gave all of us mullets and posted them online for us to see. Now I'm looking at them right now. I got to say, I like the fact that you took one with a cutout of Bradley Cooper and posted that one because actually he doesn't look too bad in it whatsoever. Yeah, we have this giant life-size cutout of Bradley Cooper at the office for whatever reason. So, of course, I had to take a picture with it. It's the closest I'm ever going to get to Bradley Cooper. So I put wigs on myself and him. I think he looks great. And, Kyle, I took a, uh, a fo- photo of you and Thomas Rhett, and I put mullets on both of you. And your mullet happens to be this blonde, you know, white to ash blonde mullet, hairs going everywhere. I think it looks pretty good. Thank you so much, Leanne, for making me look like the Tiger King. I really appreciate getting the the, the Joe Exotic (laughs) treatment on my end. Country 104. You know, when Luke Holmes was there, you know, he played some songs and then he talked about, you know, how he's been keeping busy and what he's been up to. And of course, he was in the midst of, of planning his own wedding before this all went into craziness. And well, he had a chance to talk with these candidates, Cheryl Hickey, about, you know, what type of person he is when it comes to weddings. I'm the, I'm like the booze guy for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm just a good time engineer on this thing, you know, good time time engineer. That's the official title I would give myself. Good time engineer is the official title that Luke Combs would give himself. I like that title. I, it's so, so, I mean, would you expect any less from Luke Combs? Now, now Kyle, when you're at a wedding, what, what, what type of wedding guest are you? Are you the person that's posted up standing beside the open bar all night? Are you on the, what, what, what would be your wedding title? I would say one of the things by far that I'm the most excited about when it comes to weddings is when dinner rolls around, when you know you cross off like a good steak dinner and you know the food's going to be good and it comes like the mashed potatoes and like a little bit of veggies but like not a ton and you know there's going to be entrees and entrees coming your way. I'm I'm like the food guy, like classic okay. classic me, right? You're, you're the guy that's sitting at the table watching these speeches go, come on, hurry it up, hurry it up, the come food's on, on the way. Come on, it's rude to eat if I don't <laughs> wait, come on, guys. Yeah, one of those guys. I'm the person that's at the back of the church or where, wherever the ceremony is, I am just crying. I, I might not even know <laughs> the people that well. If I'm the, you know, the date or the guest of the friend to the wedding, I, I might not even know them that well. I'm still sobbing. I'm still, I'm, I'm that person that needs to bring tissues with me in, uh, in my purse. Country 104. So from one friend's lover to another, can we, can we ask you a couple friends related questions? Yeah, totally. I love that you love friends too. This is making my day. <laughs> so if you were to be cast in Friends, what character would you be? Are you a Joey? Are you a Phoebe? Are you a, a Rachel? Oh, Who would you be? You know, I think I could go between a couple of them, but um probably Monica. I think that's probably I'm just I can I can relate to certain things in her character. Oh my god, uh, I love that so much, Tanio, because I'm very similar. Like I can't go to bed knowing that there are dishes dirty. It's a horrible pet peeve of mine, and I relate to that so hard. That is so Monica of you, Kyle. Very Monica of you. Yes. Uh, Tanil, would you say that Ross and Rachel were on a break? Oh, goodness. No. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I would not say that. That was just a very long, you know, dragged out situation that could have easily been avoided. <laughs> and, 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 Tennille, how did you feel when Joey and Rachel became a thing? Yeah, I got to say, I, that, that was, that was um, I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> it's... I love I love the show, but that part was, I, I don't know. What did you guys think about that? I feel like it just felt like they were running out of, they were trying to put yeah. another plot twist or something mm-hmm. to get the intrigue back up, and it they they swung for the fences, and I just, I don't think they got that one. I, I feel the same. I do agree. But, I mean, I still was glued. I will forever be glued to all of those episodes anyway. So oh, yeah. It doesn't really make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> and final question to determine if you are a true Friends fan. What oh, no. did Chandler Bing do? What was his job? Oh, great. All I remember is the episode where that's, like, the final question and no one can say what his job is. <laughs> Data entry processor person. The transponster. Transponster. That's it, yeah. <laughs> Final answer. Do I get the apartment or not? <laughs> you do. You are the winner. Well, Tanil, thank you so much for playing along. As soon as you said friends, I was like, oh, I got to gotta grill her uh and tonight of course at 7 30 on et canada and here at country 104 you are a part of canada together in concert presented by td we are so excited to see you perform you know why is it important for you or, or why did you want to be a part of this program and in this initiative oh my gosh i got so excited hearing about the things that's benefiting and just knowing that it's a way that people can come together in a time like this you know i think Music for me is personally something that I turn to 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 lift my spirits and to just remind me that I guess we're just none of us are alone in any of this. And I feel like tonight and this week, you know, celebrating all of that and and bringing music into the living rooms of everyone will hopefully be something that reminds country 104. Kyle, you know, over the last couple of years, celebrities have. Uh, uh, They've just been naming their kids the the most interesting things. Yeah, they've really stepped outside of the comfort zone in terms of what to name your child and and really swung for the fences. Uh, You mentioned earlier with Gwyneth Paltrow naming her kid Apple. Uh, That's a weird one. I know uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce named their kid is Blue Ivy, right? Yes, Blue Ivy. They've got Sir... Uh, Rumi, of course, the Kardashians, they've got some strange baby names. But but I think once this pandemic is all over, we're going to see another trend of baby names start yeah. to come around. So in uh, in March, at the end of March, when, you know, this pandemic was, of course, you know, still going on, but that was in the earlier weeks, uh, there was a couple that gave birth to twins. Okay? That's what so it not was. Just, Thank you. Not just one baby name, but two baby names. Okay. They had twins. They named them COVID and Corona. <sighs> I mean, I'm pretty sure there was like there have been other ones that have come up too, and a couple actually named their kid Sanitizer as well. Yes. Okay. So oh. this was a this was the most recent one. This okay. happened just on the just over the weekend, I believe it was, and the the family, the parents said, you know, everyone's fighting against the virus from our prime minister to ordinary people. So sanitizer is our contribution. They saying we're always going to remember this period whenever we utter his name. They named their son San. I, 
I don't want to make, I don't want to, you know, ridicule them, but they need their sun sanitizer. So, like, we're going to start hearing, um, like, names like, I wonder if someone will name their kid Pandemic. Are they going to? Uh, we're going to get a Quarantina and a Quarantino. Yeah, that'll be a and- good one. Attendance in about five years is, is going to sound a little interesting. Country 104. We did see on your social media, uh, if I remember correctly, you know, just speaking about music and writing tunes, you uh, put on a little performance or a little song in uh, Las Backyardia. What, oh, what, Porto what? Backyarda. That's- Porto <laughs> Backyarda, yeah. Porto Backyarda. So, yeah, like, listen, I write a lot of silly songs. Um, I, I wrote that in like, I think it was 2015 I wrote that. And I, I haven't been able to talk my record company into giving me a budget to cut it. I don't know. I just love it. I think it's so funny. Uh, but, uh, you know, they use words like brand consistency. I don't know if you guys hear that around the office. But uh, ho- hopefully one day I'll be able to talk them into letting me cut it and, and putting it out there. Because uh, a lot of I, – I play at a meet and greets every now and again. And I play at, you know, at campfires, just hanging with my friends and – Everyone seems to really love it. So hopefully one day I'll be able to cut it and, and get it out there and people can own a copy. And who knows, who knows too, maybe the next time you're back in, uh, in London, we'll, we'll get a chance to hear that one as well. Yeah, you never know. Like, I, I've never done it with the band, but um, on this tour, we plan to do a section of the show broken down where I can just kind of call out a song. So that, that might be the tune that I call out that night. Um, oh, so you never know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So you are, I, I know that the uh, these tour dates were postponed. You mentioned that a couple minutes mm-hmm. ago. Have you started to, you know, reschedule those? Is that in, in the works, in the process uh, Yeah, right there's, now? there's lots of talk about that. I, I, can, I can pretty much guarantee, most of that's out of my hands, to be honest. But um, I can say this, it's like no one's going to open their mouth about anything until this is all over. Because nobody wants to say, okay, our May date is postponed till October, and then come October you know, we're still not allowed to have concerts or something like that. Like, who knows what's going to happen? So I think mm-hmm. that because this is, we're sort of in uncharted territory here, that, that the powers that be will, will not uh, – the, they won't give that information until we're sure about what is going to happen in Canada and in southern Ontario. So, you know, but, and, and the, the project, projections look good. So I, I'm still confident that we're going to be able to get out and play in the fall. But I am by no means a medical expert. <laughs> I uh, am a forty-year-old man in tight jeans, singing "Hell Raising Good Time." I have no, I have no expertise in this uh, whatsoever. But but I'm hopeful that you know that the world will be healed by then. Well, Tim, we wouldn't want it any other way, and uh, we look forward to your performance again. It's on ET Canada and Country 104's Canada Together series. Uh, make sure you tune into that starting at seven thirty. We're glad that you're safe. We're glad that you're staying healthy, hanging out with the kids, and everything. And thank you so much for giving us a show this morning we cannot wait to get out of this and for you to come back to london and uh, see you the next time tim me too and i I love london it's like a second home to me so say hi to everybody for me and uh, we'll talk to you guys real soon country 104 he walked into the wrong house he walked into the guy's neighbor's house Yes, he j- he didn't knock. He just waltzed right on in, put his own stuff on the floor, went to go, you know, walk down the hallway into the kitchen. And the, the owner of the house, his name is David Kramer. He was sitting at his kitchen table. And, you know, when somebody walks into your house, you kind of, you're caught off guard. You're surprised. You look at them and you're like, oh, who are you? What are you doing here? There, there were a lot of realize... expletives that went on. Yeah. <laughs> Only to realize that it was 
you know, one of the greatest players of all time of the NFL, only to realize it was Tom Brady. Yeah. And you know, it's so funny, too. This is such a relatable story. When I was going to see my buddy in in his uh, apartment, I was in the building and there's four floors. So I always say go in the elevator, hit four, wait. And then as the doors open, you just kind of blindly go out and you know exactly where the door is. You don't necessarily know the exact number. So I did that before. Walked out of the elevator, walked into, you know, where the apartment should have been, only to realize I was a floor below. And I walked into this random woman's place, walked, took two steps in, realized it wasn't my buddies, backed you? away slowly, closed the door. She totally saw me, too. So it's not like I got away with it whatsoever. <laughs> Country 104. Kyle, you know, if, if anybody has a video chat, maybe a Zoom call later on today, but, 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 but wants to start their weekend a little bit early, we've got to hack or two a tip or trick to, to to start your weekend just a little earlier than planned yeah i mean we got some we got a couple things that might help you out here and you know it, it all depends on the situation too you can't just you know implement what any of these techniques and expect it to work you got to feel the room out you got to understand who you're talking to because there's there's there are tons of different suggestions from the hard stop interruption if your boss is in the middle of like a very important meeting that like needs to be heard before the weekend and you just go all right it's been fun chatting it's great seeing you i'm gonna go now bye that's, That's not going to be not good. Gonna go over. Yeah, <laughs> probably not going to go over too, too well. Uh, so, but, but, you know, maybe you're catching up with a coworker. The hard stop might work for you. There's also the, uh, the, the passive aggressive technique, which is to just let your device die. Just let it go to 1%, zero, power down. Now, I think there's a lot of work that goes into that one because you've got a plan to have your laptop or your phone like sitting at 25% right when the meeting starts so you can still go for like 40 45 minutes but then you're just sitting there you don't even realize the battery's dead and you go oh no sorry guys we died well i mean there's no point i'll just i'll talk to you guys later right you just kind of let it slide and you move on to the next available situation of course there's also one that's just the lie you just come up with a a made up whatever reason uh a good one is that you have another call coming up no hey nobody's around nobody's gonna see you nobody's gonna know no, no one at all. And I think the one that's not on this list, but I think is a really good one, but only works if you have this one specific thing. And I'm talking about a dog. <laughs> if you have a dog, right, anytime you can just toss it out there. Be like, listen, guys, I got to go take the pup out for around the block. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Boom. Done. The she, best thing she, ever. She's getting a little antsy. Oh, I think she needs to go to the washroom. I'll, I'll catch up with you later. Got to go. Yeah, we'll, we'll do this again. <laughs> this has been fun, guys. Have you, have you done that, take it off a, a phone call before or a phone call with your friends or family at all? No, I have not because I some a lot of the times when I call, not on like Zoom or anything, I've only really had a, a few Zoom calls and I've mm-hmm. been able to just end those whenever. But I've actually like been on the phone with people while taking the dog for a walk. So for me, that excuse doesn't really work because most of the time I can talk to people while still walking. So I'm kind of, kind of SOL in that situation. Country Mornings with Kyle and Leanne on Country 104.